11, disillusionment. Another fantasy built on a saying of the sages is the following. The sages also say that 40 days before the conception of the fetus, a heavenly voice calls out, so-and-so will marry so-and-so. A wife is therefore preordained by divine decree and is obviously intended to meet man's every need. She certainly can have no characteristic which will cause her husband displeasure. For do not the sages say, Isha osad ritson bala, what righteous woman does the will of her husband. And does not the Rambam write that a wife should treat her husband as a lord? Thus the fantasy emerges that a wife will automatically cater to every whim and desire of her husband and that she will be able to intuit his every wish, even before he voices it. When not serving him, she will find no greater joy than gazing at him with adoration. To the many young men beguiled by these fantasies, it is practically axiomatic that life's goals will be realized early in married life. This applies especially to spiritual goals. Through the husband's conversation with his wife on their dates and through discussions with others, he has ascertained beyond any doubt that her greatest desire is to live according to the ideals of Judaism. He is buoyantly confident that their future home will be a bastion of learning, kindness, sanctity, and mutual devotion. The speeches at the wedding and the week-long Shevabrakha celebrations add the finishing touches to this tapestry of, of expectations. The bride is compared to the greatest woman in Jewish history. <clears throat> her character is flawless. Her good heart is unequal. He would become a latter-day Rebbe Akiva who achieves greatness in Torah by virtue of his wife's devotion to his learning. Unfortunately, the fantasies are short-lived. Slowly but inevitably, the shocking truth sets in. The physical attraction begins to lose its initial excitement. The wife who no longer preens herself and wears a different dress for every meeting appears somewhat less attractive. Her attitude towards him has changed for the worse, probably as a result of her being able to see him daily from close up. Her admiration has grown thinner. She is no longer, she no longer accepts his opinions uncritically and often even claims to know better than he. She is not at all the perfect human being he thought she would, he was marrying. There are obvious flaws. She is not as calm and relaxed as he knew her to be on these dates. She can be shrill and panicky. She can be stubborn and illogical. Especially disturbing is the absence of that surge of accomplishment and wisdom which he had expected to materialize once the fetters of bachelorhood were, bachelorhood were cast off. Worst of all, he sometimes feels lonely. He cannot share so much of his of life with her. She does not appreciate his words of Torah necessarily. She does not accept his opinions. She does not grasp her, his jokes. She does not like the same music. She has different tastes in clothing and in home furnishing. He often wishes he was single again and in the company of his old friends. He had it much better then. There were no bills to be paid, far fewer distractions, no wife who needed constant attention, no decisions weighing on his mind. As his fantasies dissipate, terrifying questions begin to insinuate himself into his mind. Is she really the right one? 
If overcoming loneliness is what marriage is all about, why is, is he so lonely? Can she be the preordained, preordained wife of 40 days before conception if she still has, if he still has problems?